Hello and welcome to episode 19 of the Sea Dogs podcast, all things Scarborough Athletic FC, hosted by me, Paddy Billington, lifelong Borough fan, uh, and I'm from This Is The Coast, the local commercial radio station for the Yorkshire coast, and proud to bring you full match commentary of every Scarborough Athletic game, home and away, in the 2023-24 season. Coming up this episode, we speak to Rachel Lavrak, one of the hardest working volunteers at the club. Uh, we'll talk about her role, some of the stuff she does might surprise you, some of it you might be more familiar with. We'll also get her thoughts on the season so far and her thoughts on the England Women World Cup final this Sunday against Spain. What a huge match that is. Also, we're chatting to Chris Pilmer from Valley Bar Sea Dogs. Can you believe they raised £17,000 over the summer, which is just incredible. The support locally has been magnificent. Some big events have taken place as well, big and small, to raise that money. Uh, so we'll talk about the fundraising and where it's gone and you know how how the fan zone's going down with fans at the football club. Also, we'll do some Borough news as well, the latest Borough news from scarboroughathletic.com. Uh, and we've been asking you on the Scarborough Athletic uh, supporters page, three games in, what is the one thing you're most excited about with this Borough team? What one thing are you most excited about about this Borough team. We've had loads of comments in. Lots of different uh, answers, actually. So we'll go through some of those. This is the post. And a massive thank you for your support. I mean, the the numbers, uh, the download numbers for the Sea Dogs podcast are absolutely phenomenal, uh, increasing uh, episode uh, after episode, which is just amazing. You can get the Sea Dogs podcast wherever you get your podcasts from, Spotify, iTunes, etc. And always, uh, this is the coast.co.uk forward slash podcasts. You can hear every single one that we've done uh, since we started doing them uh, midway through last season. Now, delighted to say, joining me, the first of two guests on episode 19 of the Sea Dogs podcast. Uh, first is Rachel Laverack. Uh, Rachel, welcome to episode 19 of the Sea Dogs podcast. Um, explain your roles at the club because I know you are one of the hardest working people at the club uh, and, and your roles are certainly multiple. In number. Yes. So, first of all, I've been the first team's kit manager for nearly two years now. Um, And that's going to all the home and away games, organising the kit, making sure they've got everything they need, washing it on busy bank holidays. Um, Unfortunately, though, I will be leaving that role very soon. But I am carrying on in the voluntary role that I do on a match day as the social media team leader. And in that role, I just organise all the social media jobs for the match days home and away and make sure that we keep the output that we're after throughout the season. Yeah, and that social media output is just amazing, isn't it? It's uh, credit to you. Um, and, you know, well done on the multitasking. Um, yes, yeah. I think definitely it's multitasking on a day. And I think there's so many people that do so many amazing jobs for social media that I don't think everyone sees. There's a team of 20 of us and not everyone's there on a single match day, but we all do our bit. We all play our part, and I think what we're creating together is is something really special off pitch as well. Yes, and you, I mean, you've got to be on top of all the social media platforms, haven't you? Because different people use different platforms, and uh, you know, the more content you can get out there, the more quality content you can get out there, the more you're going to raise the profile of the club. Yes, definitely. I think for a while we just stuck to the Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Um, we've recently now are on TikTok, and that's going really well. Um, we're creating content over there that's a bit more younger generation friendly, um, behind the scenes, just silly little things really, like clips of all the images, 
player content. Um, so I think that's a way that we can hit another generation as well. Yeah, I mean, you must be inspired as well by some of the, the Premier League teams that are very, very good at this, but they do have uh, a lot of expertise on hand, don't they? They have people whose full-time job it is, uh, is you know, to create this sort of content. But you must see stuff and think, right, we'll, we'll give that a go because that looks brilliant and that works really well. Yeah, I think it's all about doing your research and jumping on the trends. So I spend half of my time, if I'm not at football, scrolling through TikTok or Instagram and Twitter and seeing what can we do and what can we implement and I think it's important to realise that we are a team of volunteers and you know I don't get paid for this none of the volunteers do on a match day but we are still creating content that we love to put out there for everyone to watch So how do you think the season's going so far and how's it going for you personally? It's going really well um, we've got some new graphics that Ben our graphic designer has done an amazing amazing job on with the help of Sam another graphic designer um, and I think you will see them coming out so we've got new goal gifts um, so I'm really excited to see how they all look together um, but I think the games like we are in a really good formation at the moment and I think we're on a good good winning streak um, fingers crossed for South Shields on Saturday um, but yeah, I think we're going really well, and I think we've got the mentality to, you know, go very far this season. Yeah, and what got you into the football club in the first place? So I used to play football for Scarborough Ladies way back when, um, and I've always had an interest in football. I used to go Sport Leeds United with my mum. We used to be season tickets holder, and you know, it's it's all very much away from home. So it's it was that looking for something that's close. I went to university in Scarborough to study sport and leisure management um, and my tutors over there approached me saying there's a role here um, on a match day voluntary on social media if you'd like to help out and from there it's just grown and grown and grown and that's how I've got more involved with it and yeah I think now for me the next step is studying my masters in sports marketing and hopefully just pushing on myself in my career as well. You've probably done a module in it, haven't you, already? <laughs> with, yes. what you, with what you do at the football club, it's like, right, you need to go and do this. Well, actually, I've already done this. Uh, here's, yeah. here's my work. Funny enough, one of my modules at university was so career development, and we had to create things for a football club that we liked, so I did it on Scarborough Athletic. And it, and it was really nice to actually be able to come in the club and implement them things and see it pay off. So it's helping the club and me personally, which I think is a win-win for both. Yeah, and and that that says says everything, doesn't it, about how approachable the club are to to people's help and support. I mean, it's a very open club, it's a very accessible club, uh, fan owned club, and all that. So you know, people can come in and they can become a real part of the fabric of the club very easily if they've got something to offer. Yeah, and I think it's a great place to you know develop your skills and um, whatever it is you want to develop your skills in. You know, there, there will be a role for you at the club, and there's a way to give back to you know the local community of what. Scarborough Athletic is all about Final whistle blows the other night Scarborough scored a last minute winner you're getting that information out there straight away but you've also got a graphic you've got a brilliant yeah. picture that's been taken as well by one of the photographers you've got the graphic which has the attendance it's got the score you've got that out seconds after the final whistle just talk us through that process then So funny enough we, um, we actually created the graphic with nil nil on um, so we do the graphics just a little bit in advance um so we was quick changing that graphic, adding number one in there, adding the attendance, creating them graphics, putting it out, and it's it doesn't stop there. You know, we've got the post-match interview, we've got man of the match. It's it's all them things constantly going through. 
Rachel for now. Thank you. We'll talk more again in a moment. Still to come, Chris Pillman from Valley Bar Sea Dogs. He's going to be chatting to us about all the fundraising that's happened over summer and his thoughts on the opening few games of the season, etc., etc. Now, in the Scarborough Athletic Supporters Group, we've been asking you this question. Three games in, what one thing excites you most about this Borough team? Lias Chalk, how much more solid we look? One goal conceded in three games. Uh, we all know we conceded too many last season, so let's hope it continues. Uh, Mick Allen replies to that comment. Pervers made all the difference, uh, seeding off the midfield, says Mick. Uh, no team has run through the midfield unopposed like last season. Uh, also, the guy from Chester has stopped our left flank from being run over, uh, uh, sorry, overrun like last season. And that's no reflection on Jacko, by the way, says Mick. And uh, Stuart Hayward-Smith says a mixture of experienced and young players. Uh, Gareth Thomas, how quickly the new players have settled. And uh, Ben Vickers says, a bit more depth. We still have Kulo, Jacko and Wiles to come back from injury. Lots of options. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, it does feel like um, a deeper squad this year. And we still got uh, those guys to come back as well. But the ones that are doing it on the pitch are doing the business so far, aren't they? Uh, long may that continue. We'll do some more of those comments very, very shortly. Uh, right now, back to Rachel Laverack from Scarborough Athletic FC. This Sunday, it is the Women's World Cup final in Australia. It's England versus Spain. It's a huge, huge game. Uh, Rachel, um, have you been managing to watch the games? I've had it on yet, and I've also been a massive fan this year of the following the inside training and the Lionesses Down Under over on YouTube. And I think just like the men's, where they do the Lion's Den version, it keeps us fans engaged and talking throughout and you know creating them conversations every day not just around match days more about the life stories of where the girls come from and i think that is just as important as on the pitch so uh, what are your thoughts on the 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 game on sunday do you think they'll do it i think they will yeah i think we're in favor um we've not had an easy ride it's not been playing sailing unlike the euros but you know i'm glad we're in the final we deserve to be there and no matter the result, I think I can speak for every girl within football, really, that they're an inspiration to the next generation. And I think they will go on and do it. But no matter what, you know, the whole of England's behind them. And that's that's the thing, isn't it? They are an inspiration. You know, after the Euros, we saw that big boost. And I'm sure we'll see it again, whatever the result on Sunday. You know, there's so many people uh, up and down the country who are you know changing their plans on Sunday so they can watch the game. Yeah. And I think it's nice to see that the stadiums are sold out as well. Like no matter what team it is. Whereas you go back um, a couple of years ago where there were only half of the stadium fallen. I think it's nice to see that and the, the way it's going. But I do think there's still a lot of way to go. Um, like the kit situation with the goalkeepers and you know not selling them from Nike's part. But it's all a progress, isn't it? Well, that, that's it, isn't it? It, it does seem a nonsensical uh, decision, doesn't it, really? Because, you know... Th- there's every chance, isn't there, that uh, you know Mary Herbst could save the, the penalty yeah. that wins England the World Cup, and nobody can buy the the shirt sure. that she's wearing. You know, it yeah. that seems I think ridiculous. That for itself, doesn't it? It's um, I think that's a massive mistake on Nike's part, and I think they've got a lot of making up to do on that. Yeah, and even things like you know. Prince William saying he's not going to be flying to Australia to watch the World Cup final. I mean, everyone thinks, well, hang on a minute, if it was the men, you'd be there, wouldn't you? So I don't know the details. I don't know. I'm sure he's got a very good reason not to. But it's things like that where you think, well, there's still still some work to be done. Um, Well, look, thank you for your time. well done for all you do uh, one of the most hardworking volunteers at the club and uh, you'll be getting ready for another busy weekend. Thank you very much. And yes, I'm getting ready for South Shields. Um, 
preparing all the content again and um, all the kits. So should be a good game. I'm looking forward to going back up there, actually. It's a great place to watch football, isn't it? And everyone's lovely up there, aren't they? Yes, everyone's very nice. All the, you know, the fans as well. I think we have a really good relationship on and off the pitch with South Shield. So yeah, should be a good day. Yeah, bring back some points. Three ideally, that'd be great. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. Rachel Lavrak from Scarborough Athletic FC. Uh, delighted to say, also joining me on episode 19 is Chris Pilmer from Valley Bar Sea Dogs. Uh, we'll talk about what has been a very busy summer of fundraising soon. But first, your thoughts on the opening few games of the Scarborough Athletic League season, Chris? Yeah, really good. I, I think go to Peterborough, but by all accounts, they were um, all over Peterborough in the second half and should have come away with a win. And of course, two victories since, which is good. The thing for me is, how many seasons have we have we had where you know there's been three or four draws in the opening four or five games, and you don't know whether it's going to go really good the season or really bad, and it's kind of like you know, well, we haven't really lost any, but we haven't won any, we haven't scored many. We've had plenty of seasons like that where it started like that, and then you know more often than not, a couple of defeats, and suddenly it looks awful, doesn't it? And you don't quite know where it's going to go. With a season like this uh, starting like it has, you know, yeah, we had the opening day defeat, two wins goals things looking really good it's better to start a season like that isn't it get the points on the board even if it does mean a defeat here and there yeah very positive start you know like I said I think not to Peterborough but the last two games have been great um, really attacking football 3-0 up at half time uh, last week and then again on uh, a good last minute winner on uh, Tuesday night oh you can't beat those can you can't beat those no uh, which is great and you know we're asking this question uh, this week you know what is the one thing that excites you most about this Borough team what would your one thing be just the way they play the entertainment football entertaining football that they, they put on the pitch now um the fan zone, what a big success that has been. And, you know, another chance to say congratulations on the incredible fundraising that's happened over the summer. Just remind us of how much money you did manage to raise and some of the ways you did raise the cash. Um, we had a few events, um, um, shirt sales, um, raffles, auctions, uh, race night that Paul Adamson put on, which brought in nearly 2,000, um, bringing us a grand total of 17,000. It's unbelievable, isn't it? What an unbelievable amount of it money is. from the community yeah. when, you know, it's tough times for everyone, isn't it? It is, yeah, definitely. You know, people are struggling and, uh, I mean, even the crowds have been great so far <laughs> on the opening two games and the buses, you know, we took a big coach and a small bus to Peterborough, same again tomorrow. We're on to our third bus for Scunthorpe and I know scholars are bringing one as well. So people are really going for it, I think. Yeah, well, that's going to be great, isn't it? You know, turning up at uh, Scunthorpe United with with all those buses, uh, you know, it's going to be it's going to be brilliant for for the for the team. Uh, what is no doubt going to be a, a difficult opposition, um, but uh, you know, all the games are big this season. Uh, yeah, they look, they look as are the uh, strong strong starters. Yeah, and and again, it just proves the. The, the gulf, I suppose, actually, between National League North and the National League, you know, um, with that sort of yo-yo effect, you know, it's not as if Scunthorpe have come down and and are not, uh, you know, like, like some teams get relegated and, and they struggle the next season as well. It looks yeah. like they are going to be a strong outfit. Yeah, well, they, were, they uh, by all accounts, at the end of the season, there were rumours that they were going to struggle for players, but they seem to have signed quite a few players over the summer, good players as well, so... Mm. Um, and they're getting the crowds of, you know, I think they had 4,000 the other night, so... Yeah, that's not bad, is it? You can't really moan at that, can you? You can't really moan at that. No, no. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, amazing, uh, amazing. What's your, experience, what's your experience been like at the new fan zone, then? 
yeah, it's it's good, positive. Um, like I say, the uh, the band were good last Saturday, and uh, the feedback's been really good. Um, they've got the tea hut down there, and eventually going to have another uh, catering franchise down there. So, and once the fence goes up, it'll look it'll look great. Yeah, and more developments to come, of course, at the ground with the away end. Uh, so it's all, all looking really good. Everything's moving in the right direction. And uh, like I say, good to see uh, the crowd good, especially on the Tuesday night fixture as well with, um, with, yeah, with about 1,700. It's it surpassed the uh, Saturday crowd as well. Interesting that, isn't it? Yeah. I suppose yeah. The, thing, the thing is, though, I mean, you know, there were a few moaners about, you know, uh, the Saturday crowd compared to the Tuesday crowd. But, you know, it is that time of year, isn't it? It's still... Smack bang in the middle of the summer holidays. There are plenty of yeah. people away. I mean, I mean, Blythe brought a few more, obviously. So, um, then um, I'm ready on Saturday. Mm. That boosted it. Look, we have got a tough few games coming up now, haven't we? And obviously, it's, it's not as if they're going to define the season, but uh, it will be interesting to see how we go against South Shields. Um, I know they've been uh, they're getting excited about meeting Scarborough. Interestingly, for the fifth season in six. Um, Scarborough and South Shields will have played uh, fa- fixtures together in the league, and that's over three yeah. different divisions. Yeah, it's, it's it's good as that. Yeah, and they're always a friendly bunch up there. You know, for obvious reasons, it's been segregated, but it would have been nice if it hadn't been. But because they're always friendly, and they're friendly when they come down here, we've had some good days out with them. So uh, we keep in contact with our supporters branch. Um, they ask us which. You know, venues we use for pubs and we get venues off them. So it's always been positive with us. Yeah, that's the way it should be, isn't it? That's the way it should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Uh, well, well done. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on England women in the World Cup final? What are your, what are your thoughts on, on that game? How do you think that's going to go? Fantastic. I think they'll do it. 2-1, I think. Um, it's already having an effect on work on Sunday because people are wanting to come later for Sunday lunch. So this is at the, uh, the pub in Burniston, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, the oak wheel. I'll get that in, Paddy. <laughs> Did you know me and my half stayed there? Did I tell you that? Did you know that? No, no. We stayed there. Um, I'll tell you when it was. It was It was the start of this year. It was after the torchlight run in Dolby Forest, right? Oh, yeah. And uh, she booked it, and <laughs> she thought it was quite close to Dolby Forest. <laughs> it isn't, really, but... Um, no. But we, we finished that. We did sort of five, five and a half miles, whatever it is, um, in freezing cold conditions. And um, we... We got to the oak wheel and we had the most delicious meal actually in front of the fire, uh, which was just perfect. And then we uh, we had a lovely stay there. It was really nice and breakfast the next morning. Couldn't fault it at all. Yeah, it's a lovely place. Mr. Yeah. Trevor Bull's one of our regulars. Uh-huh. He comes in quite a bit for Sunday lunch. Uh, oh yeah, and the Sunday lunch yeah, is delicious good too. Place. Yeah, it is. Um, well, yeah. uh, thank you so much for your time and up the borough and all that. Well done with all the fundraising. Uh, and just give a plug to the away day travel because uh, it's obviously proving to be busy, but uh, you'll always take more members, won't you? Yeah, I mean, we've just surpassed last year's number, which was 156, so we're up to 160 now. So things are moving in the right direction there. And I say the three three games so far have all proved really popular, so... Long may it continue. Right, all the best. I'll let you crack on uh, with your, yeah. your busy day. Uh, thanks for your time, Chris. Cheers, mate. All right. Cheers, Paddy. See you soon. Right now, more of your comments from the Scarborough Athletic uh, supporters group on Facebook uh, answering this question that we posted in there. What one thing excites you most about this Borough team three games in? 
Uh, Jamie Town says Christy Machen with his magic hands. <laughs> okay. Uh, Richard asks you how every new signing is an upgrade. It feels like no one was recruited for the sake of recruiting. Andrew Arnell says Pervs, Rolls Royce, enough said. Andrew Davis, the fact we look like we we look like we belong in this division. Early days, but the players look more confident and assured. Credit to Jono and the work he's doing. Some great additions too. Boston Taylor says the defence, only one goal conceded so far in three games and we look so much more organised. Gareth Thomas, how quick the new players have settled. Uh, Paul Kirsten, never say die uh, and work for each other attitude. Uh, Stuart Hayward-Smith, a mixture of experiencing young players. Uh, Darren Trapp says the Adidas kit. And Pete Winton says Jono Greening, he's a winner. Uh, indeed. Uh, well, it's a really good start to the season so far. Long may that continue. Time now for some Scarborough Athletic news uh, to finish off episode 19 of the Sea Dogs podcast. A reminder that you can now get National League TV uh, passes to watch uh, non Saturday games. You can purchase a pass to stream games from nationalleaguetv.com forward slash packages. Uh, once you sign up, you'll be asked to nominate your favourite club, and if you select Scarborough Athletic, then the club does benefit. Do read the T's and C's first, though. And don't forget, you will always get free commentary on This Is The Coast Extra of every Scarborough Athletic match, home and away. Don't forget to pick up your Scarborough Athletic fixtures cards. Uh, They're designed to fit perfectly into uh, wallets and purses. They're great to distribute to friends, family, uh, business colleagues, uh, all all that we can do, really, to get the word out there of of upcoming home borough fixtures. Uh, They're available from home games at the Victory Bar and in the clubhouse. The club are proud to offer kids entry, age 11 and under, for just a pound again for this season. This initiative has been made possible thanks to the continued support of Alison Ledden and her children. The sponsorship is in memory of Gary Ledden, a great partner and father who was lost too soon. Uh, working with the Ledden family, the club hope to make football more accessible to everyone, giving more young people the opportunity to experience a Borough game. And some match info for South Shields away. The game will be segregated with visiting supporters gaining entry via turnstiles 3 and 4. There's no smoking or vaping inside the ground with designated areas signposted. Parking, very limited at the ground. You'll know that if you've been there before. Uh, Parking is available a few minutes walk away from the ground just off the A185. It's not an all-ticket fixture, but supporters are strongly encouraged to purchase tickets in advance to help ease queues. In fact, there's a £1 discount available for adults and concessions who do so. No seats are available in the visitor section, but Scarborough supporters who require a seat are advised to purchase in the black section of the rocket stand. £14 adults, £9 for concessions, students and over 65s. Uh, children who are aged 13 to 16 are in for a fiver, children aged 12 and under for £3, and an increase of a pound when purchasing on the gate. Cash and card is accepted. Thank you so much for listening to episode 19 of the Sea Dogs podcast. All things Scarborough Athletic FC. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from so you'll be notified when the latest episode drops. And that should be next Friday, episode 20 of the Sea Dogs podcast. Don't forget we've got full match commentary of South Shields against Scarborough Athletic FC with Ant Taylor on commentary duty. This is the coast uk slash extra you can listen there online you can also ask your smart speaker to enable this is the coast extra and then after that it's just a case of asking your alexa to uh, play this is the coast extra uh, you can also listen to us on the free this is the coast app get that downloaded from the app store and uh, you can switch station in the menu to extra to listen to full match commentary there's other ways to listen to they're all listed at this is the uk slash extra up the borough and we'll We'll see you on episode 20. This is the post.